Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back to the podcast. Got a fun one today, guys. I have a special guest with us today uh, from a charity that's very near and dear to my heart, Barbells from Boobs, uh, Zayana Hansen. Zayana, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? <laughs> I am great. Thank you for being on. I'll, uh, I'm going to give a little backstory to the listeners. So Zayana and I ran into each other at the CrossFit Games. Um, I had been seeking out Barbells for Boobs a little bit because I've, I've wanted to do some charity work for you guys for a while and had the pleasure of meeting you there. And one of the first things you said to me was here, put me in your phone as Z the boob lady. And so, <laughs> so you are, you are in my phone as Z the boob lady, which I love because when I get a text from you, I immediately know who it is. <laughs> and that's a lot of fun for me. So thank you for that. Of course. Yeah. And, and anyone out there, if you meet me in person, I will probably give you my cell phone number. So, <laughs> so be ready. Yep. And make sure everybody puts it in as Z the boob lady. Lady. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about your charity. So I ran into Barbells for Boobs. Uh, gosh, I've been, so I've been CrossFitting for nine years now. And I think the first time I came into a charity event for you guys was at the gym I was at at the time, which was CrossFit Distinction here in Cleveland. They did an event where they were raising money and they did Grace, which I think most of the gyms do. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be honest. I'm still a little emotionally scarred from that workout. It was the, the worst three minutes of my life. Um, but it, it left a uh, a serious impression on me on what good work you guys do and, and uh, you know, the cause. And I just loved the name. I thought, man, that's like really clever and funny. And I like anything that's a little irreverent. So why don't we start with just how, you know, how you got started in this, how you came up with it, you know, just give us a little background. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you for uh, being such a loyal supporter, first of all. Um, and I think that there's a lot of people in this world that have been scarred by a Barbell Shrebubes event. So, um so, you, you know, welcome to the team. Welcome to the family. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, over 10 years ago now, I was running my own affiliate um, in uh, Lake Forest, California. I had a partner. And, you know, I was just kind of doing, doing the grind of being an affiliate owner. And, um, you know, early mornings, late nights, never working out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but definitely sharing the word and the gospel with the community. And so um, at the time, my best friend, um, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And what was really shocking for me was um, she was only 26. And so for me, even in my naiveness growing up as a woman, I thought that breast cancer didn't happen till 40. So even I was, you know, I was in complete shock. I didn't know what to do. Um, and what I later found out was that she went in six months prior and was denied access to screening because they told her she was too young for breast cancer. So this was actually her second time going back. She went back six months later. She was diagnosed. And so uh, my community, we kind of all rallied like three other affiliates um, at the time. That was all we had in, you know, a 30 mile radius. Uh, we got together and um, I challenged all the women to do grace because for me, that was a really scary workout. Um, it was 95 pounds at the time, 10 years ago, was really heavy for me. Now it's scary because it's too fast kind of thing. Um, and we all threw down and we did grace. We, we were raising money for her. We went to a bar afterwards. And one of my friends said, we just did barbells for boobs. And I was like, we did just do barbells for boobs. So I can't really take the credit for the name. Um, that definitely came from a man. <laughs> um, and he let me, you know, he gifted me and said, yeah, go ahead and use it. And I saw Greg Glassman the next week and I told him what we did and he matched our $2,000 that we raised. So we had $4,000. And when I went to give it to my friend, she told me to help others. And that really, that's what started Barbells for Boobs. That's what made me go out and uh, build a program, build programs and build a nonprofit and what brings us here today. 
You know, it's not surprising to me that you say that, uh, that Greg matched the amount that sounds like something he would do for whatever that's worth for anyone who knows him. He's extremely generous. Um, I also feel a little threatened that you can clearly do grace faster than me. We didn't even ask you, I didn't even ask your time, but I know you can. I don't even, I don't even need to know. I, I won't just, even, it, it's, it's to this point now where I think that everybody, whenever I go visit a gym, they're like, we, we program grace. And I'm like, no, why? Like I've done grace so many times in my life. I've done, I've done grace in, in all the ways you can do grace, partner grace, beer grace, um, you know, burpee, grace, like everything you can name up, I've done grace. And so I don't really do it anymore. <laughs> I like I like to do cherry pick grace where I don't go every time it's programmed. That's the best way to do it. That's absolutely the best way to do it. So when you guys originally, so you could kind of get kicked off here and, and someone gives you this name, which I find to be very funny and clever. Did you ever get any pushback on it on, on the, the name for this? I, you know, I think that our community was always really accepted. Like they really accepted it from the beginning. Um, not only accepted it, but embraced it and the support that, uh, that we received the first year of building barbells for boobs was just, um, you know, I had no idea that it was that barbells for boobs was going to turn into what it is today. Um, but that the, the community really embraced it. It was once the community started sharing it with the world, um, we did get a little kickback and, and, you know, I always stood really strong to, um, to why I started this. I mean, at the end of the day, my friend's boobs were removed from her. Well, one of her breasts was removed. And in order for me to reach young women and get this message to a younger population, um, I think that you have to be a little bit, um, kind of live on the edge a little on how you're representing that this disease. And, uh, you know, I really want to reach young girls and young boys and make sure that they know that this is a safe place they can call and, and get some information about breast cancer. And I'm right there with you. I've been saying forever, you have to be edgy to get people's attention these days. And, um, you know, when originally I'd reached out to you guys, I've, I've have trademarked and created my own logo to raise money for you guys called make boobs great again. Mm-hmm. And I've posted it a few times to get feedback from followers. And it sounds like similar to you, you'll get the one or two people that take offense to it, you know, and then you'll get, you know, the few smart Alex that go, well, have boobs never been great, you know? Um, but more than anything, it draws attention to what you're trying to promote. And I think that's why I like your logo so much because it's, it's such a unique slogan and makes people go, well, what are you doing? Like, what is it? You know? I mean, I've had people say like, do you guys play for pay for plastic surgery? Like what are you doing exactly? No, that's great. So, um, and so now we're getting into breast cancer awareness month, October, which I'm assuming obviously is a big time for you guys. Clearly. Uh, what kind of events do you have coming up? I know there's a lot of stuff happening in October. Yeah, October is definitely the, the the month that everybody wants to talk about breast cancer, which is good and bad uh, because I talk about it every day, all day, all year. Um, but you know, I really we do our best to be out there in October. Uh, we have probably about 500, just over 500, maybe like 560 um, uh, CrossFit affiliates across the world that put on fundraisers for us. So we don't actually host any events. Um, not since I've hosted that first um, parking lot. Grace event. That's the last event that I've hosted for Barbells for Boobs. The community really has um, pioneered all of the events and all of the fundraising. Um, and so, what we try to do is just try to go and connect with um, some of our friends. We, you know, it's really important for us in October to go out and be there in the community and throwing down on Grace or you know judging or whatever. And so, we we uh, we mobilize our entire team throughout the country and we make sure that we show up. 
So. So how do you spread the message year round then? Because I, I hear you. And I think that's an important thing to not just go, okay, one, one time a year, we're going to focus on this. Like, how do you spread the message? Or how do you guys spread the message 24 seven? I mean, I think the same way that any organization or any brand spreads your message, right? You, you have your, your plan, you, you're looking out for whatever, whether the people are doing and saying about, about, well, for us specifically to breast cancer and making sure that we just become a channel of information for, for anybody that wants to really make sure that they get educated on breast cancer. Here's the, here's the, here's the problem though. Nobody really cares about it year round until it knocks on your front door. The minute that breast cancer shows up in your home, you're a fan for life. You're listening day in and day out. Um, and so that's what I have found is that until it kind of hits your family, um, the, you'll, you'll celebrate it in October and you'll, you'll jump in with your community. Um, but you know, the loyal supporters and the loyal followers and the loyal listeners are the people that, that are dealing with it every day in their family. Well, it would seem like, um, you know, I would imagine that, you know, most of these affiliates now are significantly bigger than they were even when you guys started. And, you know, you would imagine that every affiliate is going to have multiple people that are impacted by this. Yes. So certainly be, you know, a cause that I think most gyms should be looking at as, as something that would give back to their community and, and help people rally. Yeah. You got, you guys are doing a lot of different work though. Like I was uh, just kind of eyeballing your website this morning you're doing scholarship based uh, needs based scholarships for breast cancer patients and survivors. Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, we, we've definitely, we've taken a, a little kind of, we took a right turn. <laughs> I'm just going to say that we started in early detection and uh, we've, we've built eight years of, of great work in early detection. But to be honest, what, what ended up happening when we were starting to fund early detection for young women and men, um, when the Affordable uh, Care Act happened, it really changed the dynamic of how we were able to provide that service. Not because that there's not a need anymore because our screening deficiency in our country's massive. It's almost like this black hole that you don't even want to dive into because it's like you won't get anywhere with it. Um, but it kind of changed it. Like the problems that women were having now are having now with like, if, if everyone has insurance, the problems are different now. So the problems are, I can't afford my deductible or I can't find a provider. And so our funding was actually getting refunded back to us. So right when I started seeing this trend happen, I said, you know, are we relevant in breast cancer? If everybody had insurance and, and you can get access to a mammogram, like how are we still relevant? And at that same time, uh, just over two years ago, my sister was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Um, and so it kind of had me, it, again, like this crazy perfect storm, uh, have to kind of go back into a chemo chair and go back into the treatments and be back at the oncologist and kind of be back in the trenches with breast cancer. And I really... I, I knew because of the community we were building with survivors, I knew there was a place in fitness that we needed to pioneer and we needed to really sit in and we needed to change direction because there was nobody doing it. There's nobody bringing fitness to breast cancer survivors at all. Um, there's tons of research out there, but there's, there's a very, there are some, but it's very limited. There's nobody doing it on a global, there's nobody doing it on a national level where they're saying, Hey, we're going to make sure coaches are educated. So we have a, what's called a rad library. So if you're a coach at a CrossFit gym, at an affiliate, um, you can come and get educated and get an online certification through us. And it's five courses of all the information you're going to need to know about breast cancer, about treatments, about behavior changes, about assessments. How do we work with breast cancer survivors once they come into the gym? 
Um, and then once we, once you're a part of our network, then um, you would qualify for us to place survivors into your gym. Um, and then we also have an assessment. We want women to get assessed. We want to really prove that fitness will improve the quality of life after diagnosis. And so um, right now we have about 80 women in our scholarship program. So we'll fund one year of a CrossFit membership or a fitness membership. We, we're working with other, um, you know, other fitness communities as well right now. Um, and then we also have a peer-to-peer support group. We have over 200 women in that. And we do an annual collective where it's a week or weekend of fitness and health for breast cancer survivors. And this year we're pow- um, we're partnering with Power Monkey Camp. And so we're sending 16 women to the Power Monkey Camp this year. So um, <laughs> in our work for the, for the first eight years of Barbells for Boobs, we funded over 50,000 early detection services. Um, and now, you know, I kind of, you know, I, I made a really big change. It was, it's been scary, but I, it, all of my intuition, all of my gut is saying that we need to be serving our community and we need to be funding something that we so truly believe in, which is fitness. I definitely do believe in early detection screening. So we still, um, we still will refer people out um, and we still make sure that women's screenings are getting covered. But our focus is now saying that, hey, we, we feel like fitness should be a part of that treatment plan and we're going to advocate and we're going to build a, an army of coaches that know what to do and, and um, are a great resource for women. And, and, um, and I think that what helped me make that change is I, I lost my sister in April of, of last year. And so, you know, watching my sister take her last breath in my arms, it was just like, man, like she, you know, she got through cancer. It took her two years from the di- day she was diagnosed until the day she, she passed. It was exactly like two years. And, and I, and I questioned like, did she even need treatment? Like, could we have just had more fun or could I've gotten her in the gym? Like she didn't even have time for the gym because between treat, like the treatment was just wearing her out. She didn't have the time or the energy. And so I'm trying to think about how can, how else can we really advocate for women? How can we really care for them without pumping them full of chemo and, and uh, radiation and what are some alternative things that they can live for, you know, and not to say that you shouldn't be taking treatment, but I questioned like, would my sister have lasted two years? Would she have lasted longer with no treatment and a better lifestyle? I don't know. I'll never know. Look, I think it's completely fair to question, um, you know, particularly the American health system. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I've got uh, family members near and dear to me that have been getting advice from doctors lately that I'm like, yeah, that's not right. Like what they're, <laughs> what they're being told is not healthy, you know, and, and, well, you know, yes. And particularly around nutrition. And, you know, so I love this um, concept and what you guys are applying to that of, of getting uh, CrossFit coaches, I guess we would call it a license, but giving them, you know, the training and the tools to, to do what they need to do. Do you have a sense of how many um, trainers have taken your certification? Right now, 167. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and the suit, my, my dream is I, I used to not, not to, I don't want to say I didn't care if you participated in Barbells for Boobs. I was always like, hey, if it's if breast cancer has hit your affiliate and you want to wave the Barbells for Boobs flag, like I am 100% excited about it, right? And so I never believed in doing outreach or asking people to fundraise for us. I just never did. But now I think that every single affiliate needs to know the work that we do because, because breast cancer survivors are going to need them. And we want to be able to say, okay, somebody's getting diagnosed with breast cancer. Here's the gym. They're all certified. They're ready. They already have a contract ready for us and they're ready to go. Cause right now our issue is 
we have to wait until the coaches get educated before we can place women. And it's, you know, it's a five hour course. It's, it doesn't happen overnight. And so we, we really want to um, advocate for coaches to, to come in, get educated. So then that way, when a survivor does need you, you're ready to go. You're at the front line for that woman um, and her family. And so we're seeing, we're seeing such great results. Like uh, I can't wait. Um, we have probably about a dozen women right now that have completed a year in our program and just the, the weight loss, the, confidence the emotional like support they're getting their their families are getting involved now their kids are in crossfit and so it's been a it's it's been a really amazing project to watch grow and and, and watch these women's lives change you know and and you know i work directly with a woman right now and i coach her every wednesday and um you know she came to me suicidal and she's not anymore and and that stuff is uh it's powerful uh when you're talking about how lonely breast cancer is once you get released from treatment doctors like release you. And then they're like, go out to the real world. Good luck. You're a new person. And, uh, and I'm really in, in, um, hoping that we can build like a health and, and um, like a fitness and healthcare team that supports these women through, um, life. Because <laughs> when you're done with treatment, you're not done with breast cancer. So. Uh, and I I've said for, for years now that CrossFit is, is one of the uh, it's better than any drug you can take to cure depression for a lot of people. Now, by no means am I a doctor or would I suggest that someone's on med should give them up and, and go start CrossFit. But I would tell everyone to start CrossFit and that for me personally, at any, any moment in my life where I've had a dark moment, you know, going and getting your butt kicked in a workout cures that for me. Well, I mean, I think that we hear it in the community a lot, like CrossFit saved my life, CrossFit changed my life, CrossFit is, you know, it's done so many positive things for people that it's like, why wouldn't this be the first thing you do once you get diagnosed with a, with a chronic disease? Because at the end of the day, the research shows that nutrition and exercise are a preventative measure to chronic disease. But then once you get it, they say that, you know, rest. They say, we're going to pump you with all this stuff, which is, I get it. Like, I'm not a doctor, right? So obviously do what your doctor asked you to do. But um, I really want doctors to give that and then be like, hey, call barbells for boobs because we also think that you should you know, have a fitness community and, and have, and be moving and be healthy and, and, um, have access to it. And so, uh, you know, I'll let them be the experts in, in saving their lives, but I really want us to be the experts in giving them life, you know, and, and changing their lives and, and really giving them a reason to wake up and, and do something. And, and, and you, and I see it all the time. It's like a, a breast cancer patient, depending on their diagnosis, they're going to see their oncologist once a month, you know, de again, depending on their, their, their diagnosis, you go into your, you're shooting your gym four or five times a week. You're, 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 are your senior coach, you know, so your coach and that coaching staff is really going to be your, your front line of, you know, first responders. If they're going to know something's wrong, you, you don't show up to class for a week. They're going to hold you accountable. They're going to make sure that, you know, that everything's okay. Where your oncologist is kind of, um, at arm's length, you know, not really there in the day to day with the women. And so, I think that our community has the power to do that. Have you guys set a target for the number of coaches you want to, to get this uh, training? All of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many CrossFit coaches are there? <laughs> well, let's see. There's Everyone, 15. There's you 15. are not certified. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame. Well, shit. There's 15,000 affiliates worldwide. I think that's the number. It might be 13,000, but it's, it's, you know, we'll say it's over 10,000 and you said you have a hundred and something signed up. I mean, do you have a, a target for the end of you know 2020? How many that, you know, would be a, a significant jump for you that you think you could get people placed in those gyms? 
Um, honestly, I think, so last year we had um, 563 active fundraising affiliates, teams that fundraise for us. I would be very happy if you fundraise for Barbells for Booms, if you create a team and if you do an event that if you're willing to do that, that you should also be a, a part of our, our network. You should also be certified. Um, like, cause you're, you're already volunteering your time by fundraising. It's like, why not do another a, a, a five hours, a, a, one more day, donate one more day, um, get certified. So then we can start. I, I want women to go to your gym because you're already putting, you're already supporting our work. And, and that, that ecosystem of, Hey, we're going to now fund women to get into your gym and be part of your community. And now when the fundraiser happens in your gym, man, you have a reason now to do it. You like, because we're, hopefully you're going to have a survivor there. You have a person to really celebrate in her life and her fitness and, and their family. And so, um, I think that would be my goal next year is if, if you, if you're fundraising for us, there's no reason why you shouldn't be certified with us. Yeah. Yeah, I know that that makes perfect sense. And, you know, it sounds like what you guys are doing is is really kind of hand in glove with uh, the direction that Greg has uh, all of CrossFit moving it with CrossFit Health. And, you know, they're, you know, in his words, you know, building a fleet of doctors that are out preaching the message of, you know, better nutrition and, and movement. Um, how, how closely partnered are you guys with them around this, uh, particularly the doctor piece? Yeah. You know, when, when the CrossFit Health Initiative came out, I was, I like fell to my knees um, because I've been working in breast, I've been working in breast cancer now for 10 years. And so to see CrossFit really take a direction that was more health oriented was, um, you know, more medical oriented, really. I mean, they've been in the health industry for a, a long time, but really going and saying medically, this is how we're going to solve a lot of these problems and really making a statement and really putting together an initiative. I was like, finally like now I feel like cross thanks guys welcome let's go um because everything that I've found on the medical side is a complete bs uh, most of it you know and 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 as far as our part you know our our alignment with crossfit uh I just respect it you know I've always just respected the work that crossfit's doing I've always um I've always collaborated and made sure that I was always aligned with what CrossFit's visions were and what their projects were. And I've always been very, very involved in, um, in, you know, uh, supporting anything happening in the community. And that was always really important to Barbells for Boobs. And, um, you know, we don't have any like direct partnership. It's just more of, I have respect for them and they have respect for, for us and our work. And, and I, I really love um, seeing CrossFit mature and really come into this place of, of, again, I think that CrossFit is a, is a, it is a, a treatment plan for, for, for optimal, um, you know, health. And so, so seeing that has been really, really, really incredible. And right now, all the education I'm building out and we're working on, um, you know, we have this fitness arm where we really want fitness providers. Uh, so we can, we can ensure women are getting into, uh, into gyms. But my next step is I want to build out a healthcare provider initiative and really make sure that our next kind of like the Barbells for Boobs 3.0 will be, hey, we'll get you a chiropractor and we'll get you massage and physical therapy um, and more of these like holistic healthcare providers and getting them in that network and starting to help women get those things funded. Um, because I think that that would be the second layer uh, and even a primary care physician that's a CrossFitter and ensuring that these women, you know, I they all have their oncologist and 
I don't want to say that oncologists don't know what they're doing, but you know, I really don't think they do. (laughs) (laughs) I I think you just said it. That's okay. I mean, and not all of them, but some of the stuff that I hear from survivors, like they're like CrossFit's dangerous. Don't pick up more than three pounds. Don't run because if you, you trip while you're running, you might fall on your breast. Like some of the crazy stuff, like what I've learned is oncologists are not fitness professionals. We are. And so we have to make sure that we stand up for breast cancer survivors and breast cancer patients and say, we're the experts here and we're going to talk to you about this. And we know what we're talking about and it's not dangerous. So we and so that's why I'm really passionate about building that out and getting an army of fitness professionals before I go to the healthcare side. And then I'll be like, and, and I, Greg's kind of doing it for me, right? And I'm like, hey, Greg, can I borrow your team of doctors really quick? And, and um, can we do something over here in breast cancer? So, so it's, I'm really happy to see that, that the community is going that way and, and that Greg's head is going that way. He's always, um, you know, 10 steps ahead of everybody else. So I, I was not surprised. And um you know, that it helps us a ton. Yeah. I, I asked him last time I saw him and I don't know when it's coming, but you know, I would love to see almost exactly what you're describing, which is, you know, for new CrossFitters coming in and uh, you know, what you're describing are those that have a chronic disease, but anyone coming in, I almost want to be able to hand them an app or something that says, these are your, these are your providers. Here's your doctor. Here's your chiropractor. Here's your, you know, whatever. Um, I just continue, I feel like I continue to see loved ones go to doctors and get lousy advice. And I know there are plenty of amazing doctors out there. So I'm not, you know, bashing, uh, the profession by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, they're like anyone else they are human. They get locked into their single belief and, and they don't, it doesn't pass the eye test, which is what you and I have seen of like, I have a close friend that had cancer and, and, you know, went through, uh, chemo, but he was in the gym working out with us. And, and that I'm convinced that that physical activity and his good diet saved him. Mm-hmm. Now the doctors did amazing work and, you know, I'm sure, you know, everything they did saved him as well. But I, I just believe in my heart that he came through that better, faster uh, and healthier today because of it, because of CrossFit. Hands down one, 1000%. And, and I think that there's, there's research that's saying that this, this, this stuff works. Right. Um, but I think that if we don't, as a community, if we don't put it to work, and if we're not tracking the data and we're not, we're not showing up as an army, then we're failing the human race because this has to, we're, it, this is our responsibility. It's nobody else's responsibility. And I'm just, I'm thankful that we have a leader like Greg that will listen and will say, yes, this is the right direction. And Greg has always told me when I first told him about barbells for boobs 10, 11 years ago, whenever it was, because I like asked his permission. I was like, can I do this? <laughs> Am I allowed to do this? And um, he was like, just do it. Well, and what's amazing about him is not only does he allow it, but then he fights for you. You know, he, he, he doesn't just, you know, someone tells him you can't do something. Well, God forbid, you know, you're going to catch his wrath and, and he yeah. pushes it through. He's, he's kind of an amazing human that way. Yeah. Um, so we only have a couple more minutes. And I wanted to make sure we talked about this. So you have a podcast coming out, right? <laughs> do. That's exciting. <laughs> this is the first time I'm actually sharing this. You're the first person that I'm actually sharing this with because we just kind of made the decision yesterday. And so that's scary for me now because I've said it out loud to somebody and now in a public forum. So I, I guess I have to actually do this. Oh yeah. You're stuck now. I'm stuck. Thanks. So you're, uh, when are you launching? October 1st. 
uh, we are we will be launching a podcast. It will be the Barbell Tributes podcast. Um, I want to call it Behind the Brawl. Um, I'm getting pushback on it. So. Oh no, that's an awesome name. <laughs> I, I'm I'm all in on behind. That's my vote. I've, behind the Brawl. I know I'm not um, on, I'm not on the board, but I'm voting for that one. <laughs> So what we're going to do, um, and, and the reason why October, I, what I want to do in October only, um, I'm going to release a show every single day. And again, it's going to be 25, 30 minutes. Um, but every single day, my guest will be a breast cancer survivor. And so I, I know tons of them. I, they all have fantastic stories. They all have a very um, unique perspective on life, a unique perspective on different topics um, in life. Um, since, you know, going through a, a a disease and and losing a piece of your womanhood changes you and I really want to lead October we're not doing our annual our normal tour so this will be my tour so I'll be trapped it will be a traveling podcast um and what I really want to showcase is the world turns pink in October and that is really really hard for survivors and that's what I want to talk about and I want the world to listen in to breast cancer survivors because I know the reason why the world turns pink because people have lost their moms, people have lost their aunties, their wives. Like it's all like I've lost my sister and now my, you know, my best friend's a 10 year survivor, but I'm the one that's like waving a flag every October, you know, I'm like, ah! I hate the color pink, but I love the color pink. It's, it's, it's different for me now. And so everybody out there that is, promoting the pink ribbon and the and pink in October are usually the people that are the supporters. You know, they're the co-survivors. They're the ones on the outside. They're not the ones um, that have lived with the disease. And so I think it's really important that during that time, we listen to the survivors and we hear their stories and we respect it as well as they understand why we wave that flag so proudly, you know. Well, I think, that, I think that's amazing. And uh, I'm excited to hear your podcast. If you guys need advice on how to run one really unprofessionally and, and make a lot of mistakes, I'm your guy. So uh, I'll give you all, all the notes on the horrible <laughs> things to do. Um, Looking what, forward to learning. <laughs> yeah, well, this, this has been great. And, you know, I love conversations like this because they get my mind turning and make me think. And, you know, the one thing that I'd committed to you is that we're going to uh, or that my page is going to raise money for you guys. And, and uh, you guys were nice enough to let me co-brand some shirts that we're going to put on sale here just in just a few days, uh, okay. as soon as I can get the final proofs. <laughs> um, but beyond that, I think just from our conversation today, I think you and I'll need to talk offline about how do we get more coaches to take your course? Cause I think that's, you know, hitting your number of 500 seems, you know, really small. I've got, you know, almost 170,000 CrossFitters that all belong somewhere. And I'm happy to get those guys to start yelling at their coaches to take your courses. And, you know, if we can do that year round, maybe we can really start to make this a 12 month, you know, thing within the CrossFit community and not just an October event. Yes. So yeah, uh, I think that'd be a good goal for us for this year. So yeah, we'll have some opportunities where coaches can come out almost kind of like a, for a part two of the course um, where they can come out and learn from us directly and working with survivors and get really some hands-on experience. So we'll, we'll be rolling out kind of um, some really unique seminars, like some barbell group seminars, just to, for coaches to get just more hands-on experience. Well, one thing I'm going to do today is uh, when I get to CrossFit Cliffside in the evening, go to Saxon and Spencer and tell them, guess what, guys, I'm signing you up for a class. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I can promise you at least two more. How about awesome. That? I'll take them. All right. Well, I think that'll be, our, that'll be our goal going into the new year. Once fundraising's over, then we'll put a goal for how many 
um, coaches pass the certification. We'll make that happen. Well, thank you so much for being on and, and spending some time. I look forward to hearing your podcast uh, when it launches and we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank Appreciate you. That. All right.